I believe instead of just trying to maximize and increase our productivity constantly, this can kind of be a trap. And instead, we should be structuring our day around peak energy periods. Welcome to the Zero Quit Podcast, where we bring you inside the minds of elite athletes, business owners, specialists, and other creatives. I'm your host, Brock Covington, and through these conversations, you'll hear practical advice and effective strategies for optimizing not only your performance, but also your habits and routines as well. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and share it with a friend. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I got a solo episode for you, and we got a good topic talking about the problem of productivity culture and a much more practical tool that you can do to get more done, get more time, and more of your life back. But before we get into that, I've got to do a little bit of advertising for my own podcast. Recent episodes I did have been just phenomenal. As, as the podcast has grown, as we've passed the six-month mark, and you know, you guys continue to support better and better guests have been able to come on. I've had you know amazing conversations. And then even on my own personal end, I think I've gotten better at doing the podcast, at trying to extract as much information and advice and, and details from each guest. So hopefully I've gotten better on that end as well. And I appreciate everybody's support, sharing the podcast, all of that stuff as well. But just real quick, um, the one I did with Jill Miller, Jill has been in the fitness space for about three, almost four decades at this point, and she just has a wealth of knowledge revolving not just yoga, but just fitness overall and a holistic view of, of health and wellness. And specifically, we talked a lot about her upcoming book, Body by Breath, got into all the inner workings of breath and how it impacts the body and the nervous system, all of that uh, in, in the recent episode. And then another one I did as well with Mike Adela, we got into all kinds of good topics as far as being authentic, living your most true, happy, you know, original self, selfhood, personal identity, uh, even a little bit of fatherhood at the end. All good topics that really can just apply to most people. Um, so I'd recommend both those podcasts. And of course, you know, I got some better ones coming up after this one. But let's dig into today's topic, which is this idea of building and structuring your day around peak energy periods. So a problem with culture nowadays is we're overstimulated, we're constantly seeking ways that we can increase our productivity, and instead of that leading to more happiness, more free time, we just end up more stressed and more anxious, and that's because productivity becomes the means and the end. Productivity should just be the means to an end of happiness, of more free time, of doing what you want, but really it just becomes this endless cycle of productivity for productivity's sake. You know, once we get more free time, we stuff it with more productivity, more work, more work, more work, and we just get burnt out. And this workaholic behavior has really been glorified and incentivized in culture. And don't get me wrong, I'm a habitual offender of this myself, but there needs to be a time and place for this. It can't just be working from dusk till dawn every single day, 24-7. And so I believe instead of just trying to maximize and increase our productivity constantly, this can kind of be a trap. And instead, we should be structuring our day around peak energy periods. So the first question would be, what is a peak energy period? A peak energy period is a certain time of the day where you're most optimized to perform a specific task. So when do you think you're best? When are you most creative? When do you learn your best? When do you work your best? And you want to figure out when you do certain activities at your best within the day and start scheduling your day around those. The problem a lot of people make is they just start cramming things into their schedule. So if they got you know a regular nine to five job, they're trying to cram in a workout in the middle of the day, they're trying to cram in creativity time during the middle of the day, fit a meeting in in the morning. They're just arbitrarily 
fitting stuff into their day, different to-dos and different tasks, rather than structuring their day around when they actually do these tasks best. Because that way they don't get rushed, they don't get skipped, they're done in their most optimal, efficient, effective way. For example, I try and block off time early in the day for learning and creativity because like most people, I'm most energized and most in a creative mental state earlier in the day. You know, I try and stay away from my phone, stay away from any distractions, from any work and to-dos, and I leave those later in the day. And the problem is if I tried to do creative work, you know, in between meetings or late at night, I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm not in the right mental space to get any of that work done. So for you, that could mean getting up even earlier than you normally do, add an extra hour or two to your morning so you have that time and that, that, that freedom to really you know, think about whatever creative outlet you have rather than trying to cram it in at night or between your different work shifts and things of that nature. Now, when it comes to my work, I know that I'm most productive, most efficient within that kind of like 9 a.m. to like 2 or 3 p.m. You know, period of the day. Because I always joke, you know, to my wife and friends that after you know three, four o'clock, I'm useless, and that's primarily because as the sun starts to set, as I've been staring at a computer screen as a freelance video editor, I just, you know, I'm not, I'm not productive. I'm doing my work slower. I'm mentally drained, and uh, I'm ready to just start winding down. And Daniel Pink um, actually describes this in his book titled When. He describes the cycle of a peak, a trough, and a recovery phase. So your peak, you know. You're thriving, you're more energetic, it's earlier in the day, you go into a trough later in the workday, which is where a lot of people hit that, you know, that afternoon, uh, you know, wall basically around three or four o'clock before they leave, and then you go through a recovery phase. And this is kind of quite similar to what Josh Waitzkin describes uh, as the simmering six. So what he describes in his podcast with Tim Ferriss is instead of trying to maintain this level of six productivity or work all day long where you're barely keeping your head above water, you want to allow yourself these recovery periods, these periods where you are a little bit lower, where you're allowing yourself to deregulate, to decompress. So maybe you're at like a level two or a level three uh, level of productivity. And that allows you to actually hit a level 10 when you need to, when you actually need to do your more intense bouts of work, your more efficient, effective work, you can reach that because you've had time in the level two. So it's this undulation basically of bouts of intensity as far as focus and concentration. And you know, another podcast to reference would be Andrew Huberman's podcast. He does a ton of you know scientific work and his his podcast on focus went over this as well. And it's something I've tried to apply, especially working as a freelancer. You know, I have this you know, conflict of, okay, I can work all day, but, uh, you know, that, that's going to be workaholic nature as we discussed earlier, as well as it's just not effective, you know. And so what I try and do and what he references in his podcast is that we can't stay focused for really longer than, you know, one to two hours at a time. Like that 90-minute mark is kind of a good spot to think about. So I try and work as much as I can for about 90 minutes, take a little bit of a break, and then, you know, get back at it. And I know not everyone can do this, you work different shifts, work demands are different for everybody. But the same principles can apply of trying to set some time early in your day for creativity, you know, for that could be, you know, thinking, writing, learning, reading, whatever it is. You know, your work day is, you know, pretty much your work day, okay? But trying to be as efficient and effective as you can within that time period. And then most importantly, you want to set aside time at the end of your day for down regulation. And this is where a lot of people make the mistake of thinking watching Netflix or scrolling on Instagram is, is relaxation or decompression. 
But it's not that case. If you think about it, your brain is still getting this stimulation. All that scrolling, all these different graphics and external stimuli your, your mind is taking in, this is still stress to your brain. So as much as you think it's relaxation, it's still taking in a lot of stress. So a better way to downregulate in my mind is just get away from technology. Go for a walk, um, just you know, have dinner with, with your spouse or your family, away from technology. Um, go work out, you know, release some energy. All of those things can allow you to just kind of decompress, get your mind away from work because the whole idea of downregulation is getting your mind away from to-dos, from the task, from the stress of, of life. And so any way that you can reduce that cortisol, re reduce that stress, that'll be the way to do it. It's not necessarily uh, you know, watching Game of Thrones or something like that. So to round things out, by structuring your day around these peak energy periods, you're able to optimize your time and be more efficient within your current day structure rather than trying to follow some productivity hack that just wants you to do more and more and more. So you're able to organize and order certain tasks in the certain periods of your day where you're able to do them better and to the best of your ability. So hopefully this is something you guys can walk away with and even apply today or tomorrow, this next coming week, and start to think, okay, when do I think my best? When am I most energized? When am I most optimized to work out, to read, to learn, to socialize, to do whatever? And start trying to structure your day as much as you can around these peak energy periods. And again, give yourself time for downregulation, for lower bouts of intensity, so that you can hit that level 10, level 9 of intense bouts of work or creativity when you need to be there. So hopefully you guys enjoyed the podcast. If you did, definitely let me know your thoughts either over direct message, email me, whatever it is. Share the podcast if you found it helpful. Uh, I really appreciate everyone's support, and uh, I'll catch you in the next one.